Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 70. I am so freaking stoked to record this episode. This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, and I do get a chance to have this conversation from time to time with people one-on-one, but I have never come on the podcast and talked about it in this, well, to the extent that I'm about to. So before I get into this, though, I am, if you didn't catch the last episode, I'm giving away four $50 Amazon gift cards in the month of December, okay, December 2018. So I'm giving away four $50 gift cards to Amazon. The uh, They're actually quite easy to get. So especially now because the podcast isn't huge yet. So you have a high probability of getting one of these if you do this. So the way to get these gift cards, the way to have a chance of winning one of these gift cards is to follow three very, very, very simple steps. It only take you a couple minutes. Altogether, it will only take you a couple minutes. So step number one, go into iTunes. Has to be iTunes. Leave me a rating and a review in iTunes for this podcast. Okay, that's number one. Number two, screenshot your phone when you're leaving that rating and review. I mean, if you happen to be doing this on a computer... Take a screenshot of that. I guess that'll work fine. Okay, take a screenshot of yourself leaving the review. And then the third thing is to go into either Instagram. I prefer Instagram, but Instagram or Facebook and post that screenshot. You can do this in your stories. You can do this uh, as a regular post. It doesn't matter. And tag me and tag a friend. Okay, tag me and tag a friend. Uh, On Instagram, I am at Gordon.Light. And on Facebook, I am at gordon.a.light. But if you start searching for me, you'll find me anyway. So uh, do those three things. Leave a review, screenshot the review, post it on Instagram or Facebook, tag me, tag a friend. If you post it on both of those platforms, okay, and you do that for both Instagram and Facebook, and you tag me and a friend on both of them, then you'll get entered twice, okay? You'll enter twice. So, uh it's that simple. And I can't wait to give these away. I'm really, really excited for it. And if you do tag me, I will probably very likely be reaching out to you. And I would love to connect with you and talk to you about whatever your fitness goals are, whatever you're going after, and whatever your struggles might be or whatever. I'd love to connect with you. So with that, guys, I'm going to move on to the content of this particular episode. All right, the title of this, I don't know exactly what I'm going to call it just yet. But the, the punchline of the title is going to be this is the reason you do not have clarity on your goals. Okay? The reason you do not have clarity on your goals. And the reason I'm so excited to record this episode is because the more I talk to people, the more I'm finding out that people manufacture clarity. They create fake clarity on their goals. 
I want you to think about that for a second. They, maybe this is you. They create fake clarity around their goals. Okay, they think they know what they want or they make up something that sounds like what they believe people want to hear about what they want, but they don't actually either A, determine what they want or B, have enough confidence to say what they actually want, to say the goal, to admit the goal. Okay, so instead they create this weird illusion for everyone else to see that paints a picture that is totally false about what it is they want in fitness. So I'm seeing this over and over and over again, and I started to wonder why. Okay, there's the obvious thing. They feel they're not confident enough or whatever. They feel a lack of like uh, self-belief. So instead they make up this whole thing. So, you know, I get that, but let's just dive a little deeper. So I've been wondering, why do people do this? What is it about having a goal or having a dream or having an objective that they are unwilling to share, not only with other people, but even with themselves? Like they won't even admit it to themselves. It's like they're embarrassed or insecure to the point where they won't even admit to themselves the goal that they really, truly want. And even as I wonder this now, uh, it, it baffles me. But here's the thing. If you are in this position, if you're listening to this and you have experienced this, or if you don't truly believe that the goals that you have set for yourself outwardly in a way where you've maybe told somebody else, or you've written it down, or you put it on a vision board or whatever, if you are at a place where you truly don't believe that that is 100% legitimate, then here is the way to find that. Okay, here is the way to get yourself to the point where you understand your goals. And not only do you understand your goals, not only do you understand your goals, but you believe them. Okay, because there is a difference. There's a difference between understanding what a goal is. My goal, here's a hypothetical goal, okay? My hypothetical goal is I want to lose 83 pounds. Okay, that's my goal. I understand what 83 pounds is. I understand what I will look like if I lose 83 pounds. But I may not believe that that's my actual goal. Okay? And then through a process which I'm going to talk about in a minute, through a process, I might get to the point where I don't want to lose 83 pounds. I want to lose 117 pounds. Okay, I want to lose 117 pounds, not 83. Why did I say 83? A whole list of reasons why. But I said 83. I understood it. I did not believe it. Okay, so you might be in that situation now. I've been in that situation. Most people that I have worked with in the past have been in that situation. It's our natural reaction as human beings when faced with the admission of a goal that is far away. It's our natural reaction to kind of create this this weird defense thing where we put something that's actually closer to achieve, right? It's less scary to go after. It's less intimidating, and it's more realistic, more practical, easier to get. It's natural for people to do that. 
That's one of the reasons why people do this. Okay. Uh, and it, it creates the lack of having to step too far out of the comfort zone. It creates that feeling. It's like, oh, okay, you know, I can, I can go after that thing, but it's not so impossible that I won't be able to get it. You know, it's there. I can get it. It feels comfortable. It feels like something achievable, something I can do, something I'm capable of. Instead of having the actual goal out there and being able to pursue the actual goal, the one that will actually make you happy. Now, there's a whole lot of side things that's, that spin off of this topic. And one of them, I'm not going to get into all of them, but one of them is this is the reason. This is a reason. It's a big reason why a lot of people fail. Okay. And it's not that they fail necessarily, but what happens is they set one of these fake goals. Okay. Now it's on the way to their actual goal, but it's not their real goal. And they set it for all those reasons I just described. It makes them feel more comfortable. They don't have to go too far out of their comfort zone to achieve it. It's practical. It's realistic. And they get there. And then guess what? They don't have the ability to push further. They can't actually go after the real goal they wanted because they've achieved the thing and they talked so much about getting there and they didn't have to stretch that far to get to that initial goal. Okay. Because it was inside their comfort zone. So they only had to stretch a little bit. They only had to change things enough in their life to get that goal. They didn't have to actually change their lifestyle dramatically to get there. Okay. So once they get there, they actually aren't a completely different person. All they've done is lost weight or all they've done is put on a little bit of muscle, but they haven't actually changed the things that they need to change in order to sustain that in order to keep it for a long duration of time. And none of us want to achieve a goal for a short period of time, not a real goal. All of us want to achieve goals that last a long time. We want to achieve goals that stay with us, that are sustainable, that are in there, like in our lifestyle, in our heads, in our bodies for the consistent long term, right? So that's one of the things that happens. People get those initial goals and they get screwed up mentally because it was kind of easy to get to and it was easy to get to because it wasn't a real stretch goal to begin with. And then guess what? They bounce right back right back to where they were, sometimes even further <laughs> past where they started. And it's sad to see. It's unfortunate. And a lot of times people don't ever get back on the grind and they never actually pursue that initial goal that they said they wanted in the first place. So anyway, if you are in this situation, and when I'm saying you, I'm really talking about the rhetorical you, as in people in general who have goals that they may or may not fully understand. Right? The reason you don't understand your goals is this. You haven't truly sat down and worked out what they are. You haven't. You have not done that. You haven't sat down with a piece of paper. Okay, Here's a tactical, practical way to do it. Sit down with a piece of paper and literally write out the goal. Write out the goal you want. Okay. Now, chances are you're going to write it down and it's going to be the thing that you were thinking about. And chances are, it's not right. Chances are, it's not actually the goal that you want, right? It's not actually the thing you want. 
So really look at that number. If it's a number, a lot of people put a number down. That's fine. Put a number down. And if you want to dig deep as to if that number is the real number, then start writing down every single thing that is going to change in your life as a result of achieving that. Okay, there's always two things I ask people to write down when we're talking about goals and writing down goals. One of them is reasons. Write down every single reason why you want to achieve that goal, why you want to lose that weight, why you want to fit into that size pair of pants, whatever, whatever the goal is, right? All the reasons, every single reason, right? Reasons start with because, okay? Because the reason I want to lose 50 pounds is because I want to feel young again or because I put on 50 pounds after college and I feel like I want to get back to my college weight. Like those are reasons, okay? Those are reasons. List every single reason, all right? Once you've listed every single reason, then you need to list every single benefit that you're going to receive as a result of achieving that goal, as a result of making all those reasons become reality. Okay, you're going to list every single benefit. So again, a reason you might want to lose 50 pounds is so that you can fit into a size 32 pair of jeans. You might need to lose 50 pounds to fit into a size 32 pair of jeans, okay? This is for men. <laughs> and that's, that's great. That's a reason. The benefit of fitting into a size 32 pair of jeans is I will be so much more confident with my body. I will feel so amazing when I'm with my partner. I will feel better about myself when I enter a room and I'm wearing a 32 size pair of jeans or a 32 size pair of pants. And that will allow me to show up more powerfully and be more fully present in a room with people or in a face-to-face -face interaction because I know that I am happy with the way I look and that I am no longer looking at myself differently through the eyes of other people. Instead, I'm looking at myself through the eyes of people in a positive way instead of how I was previously seeing myself through the eyes of others, which was in a negative way, okay? That is an example of a benefit. There's a difference between a reason and a benefit, but when you're writing these down, you're writing down your goal again, then you're writing down every single reason why you want that goal and then every single benefit that you are going to receive as a result of achieving that goal and receiving all of those reasons, okay? Achieving all of those. So the reason you do this is because you, obviously you gain clarity on the reasons, you gain clarity on the benefits, you gain clarity on really why you wanna do this in the first place. Because all those things, your goal and then your reasons and your benefits, what they do is they funnel into one key thing. You may have heard of this before, but it's your main reason why. It's the, it's the thing that drives your whole intent behind doing this. Now, a lot of people will say, my why is my family. My why is my kids. My why is my spouse. My why is, you know, this, whatever. And that's fine. Your why is yours. Your why is your own. Everyone's is different. And it doesn't have to be your spouse. It doesn't have to be your kids. Okay. 
so a lot of times I'll talk to people, prospective clients, and we will be talking about all of these things. And they will bring up their why and their why is their kids. And we get a little further into it. And the reason is because they want to demonstrate instead of tell their kids, their children, how to live. They want to demonstrate how to live instead of tell them how to live. And they want to demonstrate good habits. They want to demonstrate things that are good for their body, good for their longevity, okay, as opposed to telling them how to do it, which is a great thing to do. Like as a parent, I can resonate with that. That's a, that's a beautiful thing. So that is one reason why some people create that as their why. That is one, one reason, one description, whatever, as to why people end up in that place where they define their why as something like their kids or something like their spouse. Okay. So again, what you're writing down is funneling down to that thing. I do not really encourage people to start with their why. When it comes to personal development, when it, especially when it comes to fitness, but when it comes to personal development and finding all the things that drive you and trying to get clarity on what it is you actually want, if you start with your why, I've just found over time that that will influence your decision-making on paper just way too much. It's not going anywhere. Your why is not going anywhere. You're going to get there. Chances are you don't even fully understand your why. And because you might be thinking about that, you might be thinking about what is my main reason why I want to do all this, that might actually be influencing your ability to get clarity on your goals in the first place. Your fitness goals are your own. Right? But if they're buried, you're never going to get them. If you're buried and you are if they're buried and you are separating your thoughts and dividing your energy into that and into your why and into reasons and benefits and all this other stuff, you're never going to get full clarity. So I always recommend that approach every single time. You start with the, the thing you want, the goal that you think you want anyway, and then your reasons and then the benefits, okay? And then review that over and over and over and over again because if you get your reasons on paper, and then you get your benefits as a result of receiving success in that goal. If you get that on paper, a lot of times you'll get to the benefits and you'll say, well, you know, that's nice, but it could actually be better. Like maybe I don't want to fit into a size 32 pair of jeans. Maybe, maybe the benefit of losing 50 pounds isn't enough. Maybe the benefit that I really want is to fit into a size 28 pair of jeans because I know my frame and I know my body type and my body composition. And that's what I want. That's really what I want. So then you go back and you actually change your goal. And because you change your goal, you change the reasons. And because you change the reasons, you change the benefits, right? And then that helps you funnel even more specifically down to your why that drives everything. Okay. So that is something that if you haven't done, you need to do, and you need to do it at that level of granularity, okay, you need to do it over and over and over again sometimes in order to really fully understand it, okay? So, okay, so here's the other thing. Even if you have done that, even if you've gone to that level and you've done all those things and you still don't feel like you're totally clear on your goals, okay, what's happening is you probably, very likely, have insecurity about them. 
Okay, You don't believe you can achieve your goals. You have hesitation that is preventing you from writing down on paper the goal that you actually want. So you choose to not even bother writing it down. Right? You choose not to even bother chasing your goal. You know what it is, but you won't write it down. Okay? Instead, you do all the stuff I talked about earlier. You manufacture something that isn't even really what you want. You manufacture something that is achievable. You manufacture something that is not that far outside your comfort zone. Right? You manufacture something that feels quote-unquote realistic. You know what? Fuck realistic. Here's the thing about realistic. In fitness... There is no such thing as realistic and non-realistic. Okay, realistic is whatever you want it to be. There's nothing holding you back in fitness except for you. I've talked about this before too. If you are in a position where you aren't predicting your future in fitness, then you are not going to be 100% successful. Okay, because you have the ability to do that. The reason I say this is because you can control that. It's like one of the very few areas in your life where you actually have total control. If you've ever followed me on social, I use hashtag you're in control all the time because it's the truth. You are in control. Okay. Nobody can hand you fitness results, success in fitness, success in nutrition, success in weightlifting and all that stuff. Nobody can hand you that. Alternatively, though, nobody can take it away. Okay, nobody can take it away. If you achieve these things, there is no person on the planet that can take it away from you. Okay, nobody can give it to you. Nobody can take it away. So you are in control. It is entirely up to you. Now, if you get yourself into a position where you have a goal, right, and you've accepted it, and I've talked about this in the past, this is a whole process, but if you get yourself to that level where you have your goal, it's, it's, it's in front of you. You have your reasons, you have your benefits, you have your main why, you understand it all. Then you can put yourself in a position where you can literally predict the future. Okay, you have control over that. You have control over achieving your goal. You have control over receiving those benefits. Okay, of becoming that 28 inch waist or that 32, whatever it is, you have total control over it. Meaning you can predict the future by saying right now, by planting your flag and saying, I will achieve this. There is a future that is in X amount of months, years, whatever, where I have this as my natural state, my everyday state, my, my physique, my body composition is this in the future. It's not maybe it's not hopefully it's the way it is. That is you predicting the future. You have total control over that. And so when it comes to realistic and unrealistic goals, quote unquote, there's no such thing. There's only I'm going to be successful or I don't have it in me. I'm not going to be successful. Everything's realistic. In fitness, everything is realistic. You want to have the body of a fitness model? That's realistic. You know what you need to do, kind of. You just need to start actually executing on it. If you need a coach, hire a coach. If you need a trainer, hire a trainer. If you don't understand the nutrition that it's going to take to get there, hire someone that can do that for you. Right? Those are the things. But you're in control of that. You are in total control of that. If you're 150 pounds overweight and you know that and you don't know how to lose the weight, hire a coach. 
Hire a coach, hire a mentor to teach you, train you, hold you accountable, get you there. If you do understand what to do and you're 150 pounds overweight, then what the hell are you waiting for? Just go. You know exactly what to do. You know exactly what to do. So just go. There's nothing stopping you but you. Okay? Your wife wants pizza or your husband wants to go get ice cream. You don't have to do that. You're weak. You don't have to do that. You can say no. It's okay to say no. You don't have to go drinking with your buddies, right? You can put that off. You can say, you know what? I need a few weeks. I'm really focused right now. I really have this goal. I want to get this goal. I'm not ignoring you. I still love you. I just want to do this right now. We'll catch up another time. That's okay. That's okay, right? But that's on you, okay? So you understand now, hopefully, that there is no such thing as unrealistic and realistic goals. They are all practical. They are all possible, but only you can get them. You're in total control. So I want to recap real quick before I go into the next thing. Write your goals down. Okay, write them down. Write the reasons. Write the benefits. You have to do that. And then if you need to respin and do it again and then respin and do it again, then that will get you the ultra clarity that you need, the refined level of granularity that you need to actually move forward. So the other thing I talk about a lot, and I know I did a whole episode on this, but I'm going to touch on it here, is journaling. I cannot express enough. I actually require this of all my clients is to journal every single day, every single day. And what they've found, they've told me this, is that when they, when they miss a day, because it seems insignificant sometimes, when you're running around, you got the kid, and you've got to get to work, whatever, it can seem insignificant. I can't take five minutes right now to journal. I just can't, right? That's usually what people say. And they miss a day. And then what they find is that, you know what? If I had just taken five minutes, because my day ended up going to shit, if I had just taken five minutes in the beginning of the day, grounded myself, did my journaling exercise, which I, I teach in the academy, then I know I would have taken an extra breath and my day would have been fine. My day would have been great. It would have been smooth sailing. I would have been able to endure the punches that I received while I was in traffic or when I had to do this and I had to drop this off and run this errand or whatever. My day would have just been smoother. Okay, because days are only shitty if you are mentally in a state that allows them to be shitty. And that's the truth. If you want, every single day of your life could suck. Every single one. If you were in the mental state where you were not positive, not optimistic, and you weren't primed for reality, the reality of daily life, every day could suck. But if you start off your day in a different state, right? In a different level of positivity and optimism and energy, guess what? Every day could actually be great. And I know how that sounds. It's a little heady. It's a little out there, but it's the truth. Every day has the ability to either be amazing or to be shitty. And it's really on you to put yourself in a position to see it that way. And that's the truth. So how do I teach people to journal and how do I teach them to prime their day? I do it this way. Okay. Write this down if you haven't done this yet. So it goes like this every single day, every single seven days a week, you're going to take a blank piece of paper at the very, 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 very top. You're going to write five times 
the goal that you really, really want, okay, that you have to have, but you're going to write it this way. You're going to first and foremost express gratitude that you have already achieved that goal and you are going to write it as if it's already reality. Here's an example. I am so incredibly thankful and grateful that I am now 112 pounds lighter. Okay? If you're 300 pounds and you want to be 190 pounds, that's 110 pounds that you need to lose, you would write it like this. I am so thankful and blessed that I am now 110 pounds lighter, or I am so thankful and blessed that I now weigh 190 pounds. I am so incredibly grateful that I now weigh 190 pounds. Okay, you're going to write it like that. You're going to pick a way that really is ex- explains and, and exudes how you feel about what you will what you imagine you will feel like once you receive that goal and achieve it and are successful in it you're going to write how you would express gratitude for that but you're going to write it as if it's already happened okay that's important that you write it as if it's already happened this was something that was taught to me and it has completely changed my life okay now from there you're going to write that 5 times by the way all right, and once you have it once, then you just write it five times. You know it, okay? You know it. So it doesn't take a tremendous amount of time, okay? You're there, you're writing it, but you're also not just putting pen to paper and writing the words. No, you are in a state where you are really connecting with that message. You are connecting mentally with the thing that you're writing, mentally, spiritually, to the thing that you're writing, okay? You're really envisioning and visualizing that goal as if it's already happened. You're visualizing your body 110 pounds lighter, or you're visualizing your body 61 pounds lighter, fitting into a size four or something. Like Those things are so important that you connect to it at that level. So you're gonna write that down five times. Then you're gonna write down three things that are long-term goals, AKA 90-day goals. 90 days, 100 days, Somewhere around that time frame, a few months. I like operating in quarters, so three months, like quarters of the year. It's just, it's a really good pulse for goal setting and goal success. But anyway, whatever your interval is, it doesn't matter. You're going to write down three long-term goals. Okay, one of them might be, I want to add 50 pounds to my bench press. Goal number two, I want to run a six-minute mile. Number three, I want to be able to box jump 42 inches. Right now, I can only box jump 36, right? Stuff like that. And those are just fitness, really. They don't have to be specifically fitness feats like that, like physical feats, but that's just an example of those things. Now, those things might take you 90 days to do. You might actually not achieve those in 90 days, but here's the next part, okay? And this is where it gets good, right? Because that that's that's step two. Step three is to write down three short-term goals, okay? The timetable on those short-term goals is one day, meaning those are three things you're going to do that day. Now, those short-term goals, guess what? They map directly to your three long-term goals, 
And then those long-term goals map directly to your top high-level target that you want to achieve over the long haul, that you've expressed gratitude for as if you've already achieved it, okay? So again, real quick, you have a long-term, long, 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 long-term, big-picture goal that you're going to express gratitude and thankfulness for as if you've already achieved it. You're going to write that down five times. Beneath that, you're going to write down three 90-day or whatever duration of time you want, but long-term goals, okay? And then underneath that, you're going to write down three short-term goals that you're going to do that day, the day you write them down, okay? Then they all need to map to each other. So the short-term goals map to the long-term goals. The long-term goals map to the overall big-picture goal, okay? You're going to write that down every single day. Your short-term goals, if you write those down in the morning, guess what? They stick with you all day. They're with you all day. You can't not think about them. And by doing this, by, by painting this picture every single day, you're priming yourself for the day. You are setting yourself up for success for the day. And guess what? All this, this is basically free, basically costs you nothing. You can use any piece of paper, any pen or pencil, whatever writing utensil you can get your hands on, write this down, follow it. It will make a massive, massive difference. Now, the last thing I want to leave you with in this particular episode is one of the most uncomfortable things you probably have done in a while and is also simultaneously going to be one of the most eye-opening things that will cause you to actually become clear on what you want, okay? Because this episode's all about clarity. It's all about goal vision. Now, I want you to do this. If you haven't done this yet, it's extremely powerful, and I promise you it'll change your life. The whole thing will only take a couple minutes. So if you've already done that journaling exercise and you already kind of understand what it is your big picture goal is, what it is you truly want, what it is you truly want, then follow these steps, okay? Go into the bathroom or go into a room that has a mirror, close the door, lock the door if you have to, face the mirror. So it's just you in the mirror. You're looking at yourself, right? Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself the goal that you just wrote down. But don't just tell yourself that. Tell yourself the goal and tell yourself that it will be a reality. Okay? So you're going to be in this situation where you are in a bathroom or a room with a mirror. You're looking at yourself and you're telling yourself that this goal is going to become a reality. Gordon, you are going to lose 83 pounds. Gordon, you are going to fit into a size 32 pair of jeans. Gordon, you are going to love the way you look when you weigh 83 pounds lighter, when you fit into that size 32 pair of jeans. You're going to tell yourself these things that they, as if they're going to happen. You're going to tell yourself these things like they are a goal now, but they will be a reality later. Not potentially, but they will be a reality later. And I understand, because I've done this, and there was a time when I didn't do this, I understand how that might make you feel uncomfortable. Just the thought of it might make you feel uncomfortable. Looking into a mirror, into your own eyes, and telling yourself something that you're going to do, something that you're going to achieve, something you're going to conquer. I understand how that feels. But I'll tell you this. If you are able to look yourself in the eye and tell yourself the goal that you're going to achieve, 
that is something that sticks with you. Okay, that does not go away. That is not something that you easily forget about. Now, if you can do that, and you can journal down every single thing that we talked about here today, you will be successful. That is something that sets apart you, if you do this, from 99%, the 99%. If you're able to do this, that will set you apart right off the bat from the other 99%. Okay, because then you have vision, then you understand what you need to do. Then you're basically creating an instruction booklet. And all you gotta do is follow the instructions. All you gotta do is follow the path. Once you know it, all you have to do is follow the path. Now that's not 100% easy, but it's simple. If you understand what you need to do, then you just got to do it. And one of those things might be reach out for a mentor that understands this piece, hire a coach for this piece, because I don't fully understand it, but I know I need to do it or go learn this from this person or whatever, right? That might be a piece that takes you there. That's fine. Understanding that you need the piece is the first part, okay? Because hiring a trainer when you don't even know what it is you want isn't going to do you any good. A trainer's not going to be able to tell you how to do anything. A nutritionist isn't going to be able to tell you how to get what you want if you don't know what it is you want. A coach isn't going to be able to coach you into something that you want if you don't know what that thing is that you actually want. I hope that makes sense. So if you do this over and over again, all of your goals, all of the things that you want as a result of the goal becomes so crystal clear that you now know exactly what to do. Right? That's the process of up-leveling and that's the process of actually getting the thing that you want, whether you realize what that is at this moment or not. So with that, guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope this was helpful. I believe it is. I think that if you truly listen to this and you truly understand the content that I just poured out here into this microphone, that it will change your life because I, and the reason I know that is because it, I can tell you firsthand that this content has changed my life dramatically and it has changed the lives of others who I have helped and coached and trained. And so I truly believe there's a ton of value here. So if you did get value out of this, and again, if you were listening closely, I guarantee you did, share this with a friend. And if you want a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card in the month of December, don't just share it with a friend, but go leave me a review, screenshot the review, and go post it on Instagram or Facebook, tag me, and tag a friend, okay? It could be on stories, regular posts, whatever. Again, on Instagram, I'm at gordon.light. And on Facebook, I am at gordon.a.light. So you just search my name, you'll find it. So thank you guys so much. I'm really looking forward to wrapping up 2018 with a ton of great content. I have a lot of stuff in the works. I think you're going to like it. Um, extremely valuable, game-changing, mindset-changing, everything. So Again, thank you guys so much. I love you. Don't forget, train with purpose, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Take care.